Welcome to Victorious Living. And did you ever stop to think about faith for a moment? Did you stop to think about when you initiate your prayer to receive something from God, and we'll say again, in the covenant, when we initiate that, do you know what the beginning step of that is? It's your confession. The beginning step of faith, when you're believing God for something that's in the covenant, the beginning step is your faith. We receive it by faith. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us invoking the hand of God through prayer. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares Invoking the Hand of God Through Prayer. So early on, God designed prayer to be based on His covenant, and His covenant is the reason for His responding to me. And so we find that, that, that the leaders of God's people, Old and New Testament, were people of prayer. Prayer is designed to take us into God's presence. God, is, God has designed prayer to take us into his presence. No prayer, no presence. He has designed his, governor, his covenant to usher us into the presence of God. Well, now what's got mixed up in that is feelings. If we don't feel it, if we don't have some type of emotion, then our flesh says God didn't hear you. But the word says he does hear his covenant. So you can see how all of this kind of gets mingled up sometimes. And people go through life. Like I said, I've been there, but people can go, go through life and pray and pray wrong and never get an answer and then, then determine it must not have been the will of God. See how, you see how a religion can, can intertwine within our prayers and we think we're really doing good. Okay. Now don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. So the body of Christ is not spiritual by the mere fact of its existence. Just because that, that you, we, or whomever is in the body of Christ does not say they are spiritual. So the most spiritual stance that you can take when you pray is what God has set into motion and promised us through his covenant. And so based on God's covenant and the blood of Jesus becomes our business in the earth when we base our prayers there. And it's not based on, you know, praying like someone else, some other person may, may feel or think. It's based on what God has said. Now let, let's go into uh, let's go into the book of Isaiah just for a moment and uh, see what Isaiah has to say here. Oh, that you would rend 
the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence. As fire burns brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things for which we did not look, you came down, the mountains shook at your presence. For God, for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any good, any, any God besides you, besides you, who acts for the one who waits for him. And so we see then that God's presence, notice this in this reading, notice that God's presence in manifestation here shook the mountains. Well, surely God can shake our problem. Surely God can do what we, what we need. Amen. Amen. And so what we do, we truck through life. Now, I'm not, I didn't call nobody's name, and I, and I say we, and I'm talking about, talking about myself. We go through life. We can. A person can go through life, be religious, have a spiritual front, and never get an answer to prayer. Boy, that's tough, isn't it? But it's true. Why do we pray? We pray, number one, to be ushered into the presence of God. We pray then when we're in the presence of God to mention and make remembrance of his covenant. Why? Because we know that God wants us to have what's included in the covenant. He wants you to have it. You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to twist God's arm to get him to say, you know, uh, uh, that, okay, if you, ouch, you're hurting my arm, I'll give it to you. No, you don't have to wait for anything like that. God wants us to have what he made covenant with Abraham. And then Jesus ratified the covenant and it is in existence today. God wants us to have the blessings that's in the covenant. So we, what we don't want to do, we, want to, we don't want to tag the covenant. Tag it with this, I'm th I think like this. Tag it over here, well, you know, I think like this. Tag it over here, well, this is the way it should be. We just simply want to take it at what it says. Take it at what it says and believe God. Add our faith to it and believe God that we have received what God has promised us in the covenant. And did you ever stop to think about faith for a moment? If you stop to think about when you initiate your prayer to receive something from God, and we'll say again, in the covenant, when we initiate that, do you know what the beginning step of that is? It's your confession. The beginning step of faith, when you're believing God for something that's in the covenant, the beginning step is your faith. We receive it by faith. Well, now what about faith? Faith believes you have it before you can see it. 
So your confession must go on and on and on, though you may not see it in the natural. And you got the devil howling and sometimes some folks. You got them howling, you know. You're not going to get it. You ever had the devil to whisper that in your ear? You're not going to get it. If you're going to get it, you'd already got it. But since you haven't got it, you're not going to get it. He's talking to you. Amen. The devil is talking. Yes, he is. <laughs> Amen. He is talking. And the problem there is sometimes if we don't know different, Christian will bite into that. And so we don't want to do that, do we? No, we don't want to bite in, into that. So the Bible then tells us that there are many voices in the world. And none of those voices is without a meaning, without signification or all of those voices that we hear, they have a meaning. Well, when, when the devil's talking, what's, what's he mean? He means to destroy you. He means to steal. He means to kill. He means to destroy. But what does God mean? What does God intend? God intends then to bless you and bring the, bring the promises of the covenant into your being, into your life. But then we got all these other voices swirling around us. Then you get somebody that's spiritual. Oh, Lord Jesus. And then they put their slant on it. And then we'll bite into a little of that. And then they'll put their slant on it. The slant comes from the Bible. Y'all going to have to do better saying amen here. Or we going to be here for a long time. <laughs> and so here we see then that God placed himself under the law of prayer and the law of his word and the law of faith. He put himself subject to those three things primarily. God placed himself under by his own choice, by his own volition. He placed himself under the law of prayer and the law of the word, or, or he placed uh, that to his children, I'm sorry. God placed himself under the law of prayer, or us under the law of, of prayer, the law of his word, and the law of faith. So, to move the hand of God, we must be people of the word, the people of prayer, and the people of faith. So here comes the enemy. And I'm just talking about, you know, you've never done this. I'm sure I'm, per I'm perfect, you're perfect. You know, we know all that. And we know that's a lie, don't we? <laughs> and so here, 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 the, here the voices come. And God has, has, has placed us under him, under the law of prayer, under the law of his word, under the law of faith. And so to move the hand of God, to move the hand of God, we must be people of the word and of prayer and of faith. And how much more we need to add to that? That's what God said. So you can see then, don't get off on the right and don't get off on the left and stay right up in the middle of the road. Amen. So the sincere prayer, sincere prayer will affect the sphere of the divine, 
It will affect the realm of the angelic realm and it will affect the human realm. Let me say it again. That, that sincere prayer will affect the sphere of the divine or of God. It will, it will affect the angelic realm and it will affect the human realm. God covered, it, covered spirit, soul, body. And so prayer causes God to work, puts angels to work, and puts people to work. You know why? Because we have to work our faith. And Paul, he, in one of his writings, he, he commended the people for their work of faith. So faith works, but it doesn't work unless I work it. So, so faith is a work. It is a work in the spirit realm that affects angels and it affects people. It affects places. It affects things in the realm that the, uh, that the uh, uh, spirit of God has to do with. So prayer takes hold of God's covenant and invokes him to work in our behalf. So when you think about it and you ever wonder why God hadn't didn't do it. It's our hope that today's message, Invoking the Hand of God Through Prayer, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request 21. Today's special offer number is 21. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.